happy hour this is your host riley wilkes you are listening on friday october 9th and we had an amazing weeks rating wise i i can't even begin to express my level of gratitude to each and every one of you who has listened who has subscribed who has shared no matter what you have done it has made an impact so our far our podcast has a total of eight thousand listens i never thought i remember when our first episode aired and we got about a hundred listens in like a couple days and i was i was like this is big and it's like it went downhill after that and our average is like 40 50 listens and i started to get worried but then you guys just came in clutch you guys blew it up and so my late not my latest episode but the episode after that before that has about seven thousand listens which is like it's insane i never thought like i thought at most i would get like a thousand listens or a couple hundred listens or something like that i never thought so the one it was the one about griffin johnson's new song and i sort of talked about ashton ray also in that it right now has yeah about a thousand subscriber listens and this has been out for a little over a week i think yes at least it probably last wednesday or thursday and then the other one after that, obviously, it was lower just because, you know, it's going to be because it's hard to top <laughs> 7,000 listens. It has about 500 listens, which is still bigger than any other episode I have, which is amazing. And it has bumped up every episode before that. So I really don't have that low of an episode. And thank you guys so much. I'm going to keep producing content that will make you guys want to listen. Let's... Re- Let's say fuck it. Let's get to 10,000 listens. Why not? Why the hell not? I'm just a kid in his room at 12 o'clock at night talking to you guys how I f- about how I feel and you guys are actually listening. And I love that. And to think that when I started this, my team, my co-partner, quote-unquote, didn't think it was worth it, didn't think we'd get anywhere to 7,000 listens now. Over 8,000 total. Anyway, let's get started why don't we so the first thing i'm actually going to talk about is something that i've been talking about the past three weeks so i'm not going to divulge in it too much but dixie and noah have finally made their relationship official and this should not come as a surprise to any of you guys it has basically been like official quote unquote for the past couple of weeks but of course with all these influencers do is they downplay they're all besties ha 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 no we're not dating then they obviously make it official. Um, so they did do that, and they made it official via Noah Bexie YouTube channel. 
So he asked, got asked a question. It wasn't actually his. He was doing an interview for another YouTube channel. It's like a Q&A, most searched questions for Noah. And it was, who are you dating? He goes, I'm actually dating Dixie D'Amelio. She's wonderful. She's beautiful and all of that jazz. And it was just, it was crazy because I assume they would do something together, like post a picture. Like that's how most influencer couples sort of announce their relationships through Instagram or like a tweet or something. But this was different. And then later, Thomas in his vlog was talking to Dixie. You know, he was like, ah, guys, at least I wasn't the one who leaked it this time because he leaked Dixie and Griffin's relationship last time. And then she was, he was like, yeah, no. And then Dixie was like, we're not dating. And he was like, oh, we're not. So he pulls out his phone. She goes, fine, fine, fine. We weren't dating when you made that YouTube video. But we are dating now. Which was kind of funny. Like, obviously, they were, Noah's not going to just say that. Like, he would have said it already, like, weeks before that, if they weren't dating. But it's cute. I'm happy for them. I actually do think this will last for... I don't think it will last forever. Obviously not. I think they could go. Griffin and Dixie went, like, unofficially, but they were obviously a thing for a couple months. I think they could... I think they should, at least, make it to the end of the year, at least. They're both two good people. The one thing I am worried about is this is really close to what happened with Dixie and Griffin. And I wonder how that's going to affect her and Noah's relationship. Because obviously, you lose some trust when you've been cheated on or allegedly cheated on or he's flirting behind your back. And to be Griffin's friend like Noah is, I feel like that's got to be at least incite some awkward conversation, some awkward hangouts. And I wonder if that's going to put a strain on their relationship. We'll have to see. I'll keep you guys updated as it goes, obviously, though. So I'd actually like to discuss the other aspect of this whole situation with Noah and Dixie. And that's the side that people probably aren't even considering just because this person is the wrong. But it's something that has to be examined. So let's talk about Griffin Johnson. Let's talk about his sort of influence in this all, where he's now, and what people are saying. I think Griffin realizes what he do is stupid. I really, I actually do. Because what I can respect about him and what I've discussed this is that he has never did one of those fake-ass apologies. That people, it's like right when, this is something that I hate. It's when people get caught saying the N-word on TikTok and then they make an apology. Like, I do not realize the offensive history around the word. Even if they said it like two years ago, three years ago. Like, I continue to educate myself and learn from the situation. Yes, grow as a person. Great. But don't act like you didn't know what it meant when you when you said it. I've known what it meant. We've learned this since, like, first grade that that word was used in slavery. And it was used to diminish African Americans. Like, this is not new. So don't just... don't. It would be so much better if you just said this. All you have to say is, yeah, I, said, I knew what it meant and I'm... St- Discuss with myself forever saying it and since then I have truly become a better person that's all you have to say because we know it's genuine so Griffin has literally said this what do you guys want you guys want me to say I'm a changed person after a day after it's happened you want me to do a fake bullshit notes apology like I'll do it if that's what you guys want but that's just not going to be sincere and it's the truth you're not just a new person after 24 hours of something happening it takes a while for you to actually learn from the mistake and figure out why you did the thing you did in the first place. And he's done stupid things since then. Like liking following the guy who made sort of like slut chain Dixie. He the diss track was I don't 
it was kind of, it wasn't even really harmful. It was just an idiotic business decision on his part, like thinking people were going to side with him and stuff. And it's not a great look for him. It's not an amazing look. But he did immediately denounce the slush shaming when asked. He took down the YouTube video. So he's actually doing something about it. And he's literally never said a bad word about Dixie. That's the thing. He has yet to try. And he has no right to. But it, a lot of people, even if they're in the wrong, they'll continue to like bash the victim's situations. So you have to at least give credit for Griffin for doing that. And knowing that at least it's his fault. And you guys do need to chill out a little bit. Hating on his posts, everything like that. And you every day, Fletcher or Paparazzi or somebody always ask, how do you feel about Noah and Dixie dating? Like, wh- what do you expect him to say? Like, yeah, obviously it's, like, good for them, as he should say. But, like, what do you say? Like, I'm so excited. One of my f- close friends is dating my ex-girlfriend a couple months or after we broke up. Like, no. Like, you know. Because, again, that would be BS. But he's also not going to be like, I'm pissed as hell. Why would she date my friend? Why would my friend date my ex? Because he did allegedly cheat. So, again, you can't, like, get mad at her for dating your friend. But it's an awkward position that everyone puts him in. And it's just like, you get the point. He said what he's going to say. It's not going to change. His answer is not going to change. So just leave him alone. He does look sad. When they ask him, you can see his voice audibly softer his face obviously sad he, like he looks just unenthusiastic and usually is like a exciting like funny kind of guy and i don't want a stupid mistake especially since this is like sort of it's not as bad as like saying like horrible things in your past like sadly a lot of people cheat when they're young he is what is he 21 22 all of the suddenly he's a multi-millionaire living in la getting drunk i assume like yes it was stupid yes it was awful yes i hope he doesn't do it again but you have to have some understanding of why he did the thing that he did and have to just put yourself in his shoes if you made a stupid decision you regret and it affected you and affected the people you loved and your friends like would you want to be keep being asked on especially when you said your piece about it so just like lay off griffin a little bit if you guys are listening just don't hate there's it's it really is sick and it's always people with like zero followers zero post private account that are like like fuck you you're an asshole and it's like they will send death threats over the stupidest thing like i guarantee you it is like how can you wish death upon someone even if they've done the most horrible things in the world like death because of something like this it's insane, and it's something that TikTok has got to start addressing in comments. They have to start at least banning language, banning users. Get a report every time someone types in certain keywords. It report that it report automatically reports their account. It's what you gotta do. It's the only thing that can sort of help stop the spread of this. So the newest TikTok throb is out, and she is sort of like the male version. Of, like, Vinny, I guess, for girls. Like, she has really popped on the scene recently. But she's, like, a good role model. So her name is Sienna Gomez. Um, So a lot of people look up to her and are sort of praising. Because she's not what some of the other girls on TikTok. And there's nothing wrong with these other girls. But, like, 
super, super, super paper thin, like bony and really skinny, which again, nothing wrong with that. But she's more like, quote unquote, the average girl. And that's something that's not usually uplifted in life is that you don't have to look like that to be beautiful. And every, it's something that's good because everyone's sort of coming together and be like, wow, this girl is gorgeous. Like, she's hot as hell. She's hot as fuck. Like, and it's something that instead of everyone is always shaming each other and saying overrated, overrated this, overrated that. And this girl is, like, just such a positive person that, like, you can't hate on her because she's hot, too. And she's, like, a great influence. So her and Jack Wright, Jack Wright, he's one of the twins with James Wright. James Wright was a TikToker, but he just committed recently to Stanford University for track and field. One of the smartest TikTokers ever, because he still has his influence, but he's getting an education at one of the best universities in this country while playing a D1 sport. So props off to him. But Jack Wright has been, he lives in the High Palace. He's been sticking to TikToking, but I mean, yeah, he's probably making a lot of money, so... Good for him. Um, so a couple weeks ago, he sort of had like some rumors with Lauren Kettering, who is now with someone else, I think. Like, that sort of fizzled out. Like, they played it off probably just for like clout, like most people do. And then all of a sudden, it's gone and he's dating Sage. But he seems to actually be a lot happier. So, he, yeah, like it's official pretty much with them because in Thomas and in Alex Warren's like new youtube video they're like kissing and making out so like i i'd love to hear how they spin it to them being just friends and lauren kettering is with i think giovanni right now who's um i actually never heard of him before they started dating but i get there's so many verified and like people with exactly one million followers that unless like i'm following them necessarily or they're in the hype house or square house or they have like 12 million followers like i don't know who in them they are because all so many people fall into that like sort of category of 1.4 million maybe not a ton of views or like a ton of clout but they still have a lot of followers um but hey good for them and they get jack is honestly you can tell jack is one of the most kind-hearted people like he's always happy he's literally the human embodiment of a golden retriever which everyone tells him you know what exactly what i'm talking about you guys are everyone who's listening to this is picturing someone who they know is a golden retriever and that's what Jack is, blonde, curly hair, just happy and energetic. And that's good, right? Like, because we have so many, there's a lot of depressing-ass influencers. I'm not even going to cap, I'm not going to name names. Can't be ruining any of my future relationships with them, but they are depressing as fuck. So it's good to have someone like Jack in the world. And them together, it's just like, hey guys, like the, and everyone sort of feels like, and I included, I include myself in this thought process, it's like, Nowadays, so many girls go for the toxic, the assholes, the jerks of men, and it goes on in my high school. I can name 30 people off the top of my head right now, but I'm not going to. Um, who this describes. Like, they choose the bad boys because people fall in love with what they feel like they deserve. So it's good for even a lot of young men and a lot of young women who are like... And the same goes for women. A lot of people think... A lot of women think men just want, like, the hottest, like, meanest girl. Like, that's just so not true for me, at least. Um, And a lot of other guys I know. That, like, two people who are great and amazing can be together. And that they're not going to, like, go off for some toxic-ass partier, if you get what I'm saying. 
So there's really not much more to that right now, but like, I think this is obviously a situation that's developed because she's sort of been recently, she's like, you know how there's a white boy of the month on TikTok? She's like the girl of the month or whatever. Because I believe, I believe she's Hispanic. I don't know. I don't want to misjudge. Maybe Middle Eastern. I don't know. Um, so yeah, and this is a great thing. I want to talk about the next thing. But sadly, it's obviously not been received well on TikTok because people are fucking assholes like I was talking about. Anna Shoemate, who's one of my personal favorites. Like, I think she's dropped and gorgeous. And I've known her for, like, known of her TikTok for a while now, even when she had, like, 100K. And I don't know how any of you guys didn't know this because it was clearly obvious. But the other day she came out as bi. Someone made a TikTok about her and was like, I don't know if it's just me, but Anna Shoemake is all serious lesbian energy. And she commented, nah, just bi energy. And so that's where it it was the first time she confirmed it. But she literally was like sexting on the app with A.G. McDaniel, who's like the heartthrob lesbian TikToker that everyone loves. And... They met a bunch of times in person, and literally, like, when I say sexting, like, sexting, like, AG would post a TikTok and be like, with the sound, like, if there was a god, I would let you eat my pussy with that mouth, do, boy, go, make it gushy, and Anna would literally comment, me, name God, like, my name's God, bet, <laughs> and, like, see you in August, oh, my God, can't wait, and stuff like that, it's like, that's more than just two best friends kissing each other at, like, a party or something, like, and, like, it's always been okay, it's, like, good for her, like, who gives a shit, I mean, it's sad that, like, she's in a, rela- was in a relationship or whatever, and we can't have her or anything, but, like, there's something wrong, and that's, like, and I'll say this, nobody in the world, and I'll believe this to the day I die, no one in the world is 100% gay or 100% straight, <laughs> there's just too many beautiful people in the world. And there's always, like, I feel like one person that was way somebody. And she has been sort of flirting with Sabrina, who is this, again, one of the more popular TikTokers. But she also flirts with everybody. Like, her and Cooper, um, a friend at the Sway House, are flirting, too. But, like, they've been flirting, flirting. Like, they have an account of just the two of them where they just each post thirst traps and then comment on each other's thirst traps. It's funny. The boys, I gotta hate saying the word the boys. If you think you're the boys, you are not. Well, you are a boy. You're not a man. Like, grow the. You're 12 year old with a Blue Lives Matter flag as your profile picture and comments Trump 2020. Like, even if you like Trump, literally they only comment Trump 2020 on it. It's so annoying. Like, it has. Like, there'll be a post of a girl doing a dance and someone will comment Trump 2020. Or some video of a dog, Trump 2020. Like, what does that have to do with anything of the video anyway they were like oh no like we don't fuck with that like we lost her or that's a shame and she basically replied she shouldn't like she didn't need to she can do whatever the hell she wants like how did you lose me like i still like men and that's so true it's like do you guys think being bi means that they're not attracted to men and it's all these people that are like, no, she can't be attracted to the same sex or whatever. I guarantee you, look up your porn history. Let's see what it says. Let's let, Please tell me it's not lesbian porn. Because I know it is. And they're such fucking hypocrites to be homophobic like that. And then, like, if 
an option ever. Like, if someone offered them a three-way, like, they would say yes without a doubt. And it's because it's they don't get any actual women. So they're mad. And, like, there's no only valid reason is now we have to... There's the whole 100% of the population competing for her now, practically. Instead of just 50%. But I just want to say congratulations to you, Boone. And I like to comment. Because people were hating... People have been hating on her so much recently. Not even just for that. But just ca- commenting like, oh, she's overrated. It's a lot of girls, too. Which I've noticed. Girls are jealous of Anna Banana because all of the guys simp over her. And girls, I just want you guys to know you guys are all beautiful. It's all valid. You don't need to hate on somebody else to bring, to bring up your self-esteem. There's no re. You are sad because people are commenting on her attractiveness. But you were literally bringing somebody down. Which is what you feel like they are doing to you. So just think about that. And I commented. Because she was like, someone posted a video of her and was like, Sorry Boone, the Nike thirst traps aren't going to be around any longer. And she posted it and she was like, hmm. And then she put took a screenshot of her post. And it had, of her thirst trap, and it had a million like likes. And she was like, hmm. Guess they are going to work. And I literally commented, I was like, go off queen, like period, tell them. And she liked it, so that was kind of cool. Like, the third time she's liked my comment. So, you know, what's up, Boone? Instagram is in my TikTok bio, our walks too. So, again, I don't know how many times. Congratulations, Boone. My community, go go spread some love to her. Just, that's in my community. Like, my whoever's listening to this, like, 100 or so listeners, go tell her you love her, tell her you support her. Just be nice. Say something nice to somebody. That's all you gotta do. It's not hard. So finally, I get to talk about some Bachelor news. While it's always usually mainly TikTok or some breakups and stuff, The Bachelor and The Bachelorette is my it's my main focus. It's my main passion, my main drive. That's what I love to talk about. And once the seasons start, which should be in a couple of weeks at least because they started to release the promos and stuff for Claire's season, I promise I'll be breaking down every episode for you guys. And telling you my thoughts. If you guys want to hear some spoilers or something, I'll tell you, say it. And this week, finally got some news. And I get to talk and listen and discuss all about it. So, for Matt James's season, they released the cast list. And, like, by cast list, it's about 40-plus women and there's obviously only like 23 contestants, so half of them will end up getting cut. But they release them now, so obviously people are going to go digging into their past. And if someone comes forward with an accusation or something like that, they have time to kick them off before anything happens. Because that's what they don't want to happen, because it has happened in the past, where they release it too late, and they learned about it after they were already on the show, and actually after they've made it far. And... Something that the people have been striving for, especially since Black Lives Matter protests have expanded and issues of police brutality and diversity have been brung up, is The Bachelor to include some diversity, some more diversity. We've had Rachel Lindsay as our Black Bachelorette, only one in the history. We have every season about like four African Americans on each, at most really, on each person's season. They get cut most of the time first night, and then it seems like they... The lead always leads them on and then realizes that, oh, like, hey, I actually have no future with you. So it feels like they just do it to show them that they're diverse, like, keep them around longer, but like, hey, like, we do value people of color. But this year, it's different. 
And I'm so glad. This is something that needed to happen. It needed to happen a while ago. And it's finally getting done. So, this year, there is a total, according to Reality Steve, he released the whole list and everything. And every girl, he says, out of 28 out of the 43 women on the show aren't vanilla white girls. That's over half of them. And that means not all of them aren't white, but they're not your basic blonde, five foot six, white girl. That's a pat from like pageants and stuff. They're, I'm looking at it now. And the thing is, Matt is black. He's a black man. And he's the first black bachelor. And he, I guarantee you he doesn't want an all-white cast. Nor should anybody. But he probably went into it like, hey, you're going to value diversity in my season. We want to make like a statement. We want to show people who we truly are and what we value. And this is honestly so far so good. There's a good it's a good looking cast. I mean, obviously they always are. But the ages especially, there are obviously a lot of 24, 23, 22-year-olds. But there's also a lot of 27s, 28s. And Matt is 27 years old, I believe. So there's no need to have like, you know... 34 year olds obviously they'd be a lot more mature but matt probably wants someone more around his age range the youngest woman however is 21 and let me tell you she's gonna make it on and she is gonna cause drama i'm gonna give you her little backstory so she's her name's kit keenan she's from new york city because of course she is she's verified on instagram already she has 39,000 followers, and she hosts a mother and podcast, mother and daughter podcast with her mom called the Ageless Podcast. So, she's rich. She is, I'm looking at her right now, drop-dead gorgeous. Blonde, so you know, no, they always go far. And is gonna do something in this top, this competition. And she's gonna be what I think Demi was a couple years ago. Because she's rich, she might come off spoiled. She might come off immature, like she did. And she's probably going to... I guarantee you she's going to interrupt some somebody else's time the first night. They're going to tell her to do that, and she's going to feed it. Because she's going to get more clout off this. She's, gonna, she's obviously already accepted an invitation to Paradise. Like, that's probably already happened. Like, she knows she's not going to win it. Matt knows she's, he's not going to pick her. But they'll keep her around. I'm going to tell you guys some of my other favorites so far. And I'm looking at Nicole Remy. She's 25. She's from Washington. She's smart. She has her bachelor degree from USC in geo design. And she was a former cheerleader for the Seahawks. So that's why she lived in Washington. I'm looking at her right now. Gorgeous. She is gorgeous. She only has about 1,500 Instagram followers. But the cheerleaders are always on there. And they always last at least a couple of weeks. Um, She's... What I think Matt might also look for, hopefully he does, I don't know him personally, but I hope he values some sort of intelligence and success that she has. And she's like, hey, I'm not one of those girls who's just going to become an Instagram influencer. Like, I'll probably do ads and stuff, but I'm smart and I deserve to be here. She And I'm glad because she's one of the most beautiful people. And people, I'm afraid people are be like, oh, she, she is an African-American. She's just going to win because of that. No, she's... <laughs> She's one of the at least top three most gorgeous people in this this season. So she's an early favorite. Def- God, there is a lot of attractive women in this. 
I don't know. There's this girl, Corinne Jones, who's just giving me evil vibes. And she's 22. She has, like, you know, the dark brown hair psychopath look. 15,000 in followers. Yeah, that's... She's going to make it, and she's going to go crazy. I can already tell you. She's cute, too, I guess. Um, God. They all... are Honestly, they're still sort of the same, a lot of them. Here we go. Rachel Kirk Connell, 24-year-old from Cumming. Haha, <laughs> joke, jokes. Cumming, Georgia. Uh, she does not have a bio. But you know what I mean when I say she has a face that's going to make it top seven. And this is it. Brunette. Tan. Gorgeous. Southern. Oh, you don't understand how much these Bachelor guys simp for Southern girls. It's, it's insane. Look at the past few prominent women. Hannah G from Alabama. Oh, I visited Alabama this weekend. It was beautiful. Um, Hannah G from Alabama. Hannah B from Alabama. Kaylin was from Virginia. Not really south. I mean, yeah, south. A ton of people are from Florida. Half the girls are from Florida. Like Demi. Demi was was from like Oklahoma. Raven was from Arkansas. Tia was from Arkansas, too. Like, these girls are Southern, and the accents, I'm telling you, it's the accents. That is, there's some diverse, oh, yeah, someone from Virginia, guys. Someone from Virginia, which is where I'm from. I'm from Richmond, Virginia. A lot of you guys might not be, but if you guys are listening to this from my hometown, someone from Mechanicsville is on here. It's about 30 minutes outside of the city. I've been there a couple times. I know people who live there. Let me try to find her. Oh, God. That was... It's so cool because we've never really had someone... Um, Kaylin did go to VCU, actually. That's kind of an interesting fact. And she made it all the way to top three. No, top four. Yeah, she was eliminated fourth. Here her name is. Her name's Ryan Clater. She's 25 years old and she's from Canicsville. She's really pretty. And she had... Apparently, she had a dance scholarship to college. So that's cool. She went to Atlee High School. And, okay, so I'm looking at the comments right now on the post. Apparently, she'll make good TV. Wow. We don't know what that means. <laughs> that means she's probably a character. I'll say that. She's a character. And she went to JMU, which, if you guys live in Virginia, you know everyone goes to JMU. Um, and right now, it looks like she has about 15, 1,700 followers. She's a dancer, so, yeah, she'll be right on the track of Instagram influencer for her. And I'm going to give you just just by this who I think is going to win. And, again, this these girls might not even actually end up making it. Oh, yeah, and apparently, let me find her. She, someone dated Matt. Yeah, an ex-girlfriend. Here you guys go. Madison Nelson was seen dating Matt around when Tyler was sort of had a thing with Gigi Hadid and went to like a fashion show together. So they were together for a couple months and she's going to be on his season. You know what that means. The same thing happened with Nick Vial. He's going to be like, what are you doing? Like, you know, you've had my number. Like, we could have sprung this relationship back. You're just doing this for clout. Hopefully he sees it that way. She's 27. From Grandeur, Indiana, 1,600 followers. So, yeah, she wants that advertisement money, and she wants Paradise. She wants it real bad. I really like Nicole to win it. Actually, I really do, but I already talked about her. She's, this season, honestly. And it's because these there's a lot more diversity that makes it even better. Like, 
There's a lot more beautiful women, too. Of course, we have Miss Universe, Puerto Rico. Of course, she's in it, because, you know, what's a bachelor season? Oh, there is a TikToker. Her name's Katie Thruston. I believe she had, like, 200,000 followers on TikTok. She went private, obviously, because they have to turn all their accounts private before they come on the show. There's a lot of small town people, like someone from Salem, Oregon, someone from Morgan. Okay, here's my winner. Yep, get the vibe. So I'm going to choose the winner. Abigail Herrenringer. She's 25 years old. She's from Salem, Oregon. Small town girl. Gorgeous. She went to Linfield University. And she has that face that the winners have. So she... I, the only way I really know how to describe it is, like, the difference between, like, hot and pretty. Like, she has, like, you know, the pretty small-town high school sweetheart look of her, in a sense. And, again, have no proof this back. This is just gut feeling about looking at her. And there's so many attractive women and so many... It looks like, honestly, a lot of smart women, but, again, also a lot of looks like will be immature women. So we'll see how it goes. Anyway, again, I'm just excited there's some diversity and some... Hopefully this sort of shows, at least if you're a Bachelor audience, like, hey, this is what they support. Hopefully it influences them and educates them. And speaking of The Bachelor, one last thing I sort of want to talk about before we go for the night is Hannah, G- Hannah B. and Tyler talked about, if you guys remember, early during coronavirus, probably April or so, they quarantined together in Tyler's Florida home in Jupiter, and it was kind of odd because, like, hey, they're exes. Why were they quarantined together? It was with not just them two. It was Matt James, Tyler's brother, and a few of Hannah's friends. They sort of talked about it, why they did it. Because if you guys didn't know, Tyler's mom suddenly passed away earlier this year. And as any of you guys can expect, he was heartbroken over it. And sort of was all of Bachelor Nation, including, like, his, even his critics. And that is something like that I hope I never have to go through. Like, knowing your mother... And especially so suddenly, like, you just don't know what's going to happen, especially with everything that's going around. It's something that... Like, you just hope no one ever has to experience. Like, it just... It makes you appreciate life and who you actually have in your life so much more something like this happens and hannah brown's brother earlier this year had an overdose he thank god survived from it and is talking about it now and how he is recovering and how it was like a battle with addiction which is serious if you guys know anybody struggling with addiction it's you have to do something before it's too late and i know it's tough and i know it's awful you have to make sure they know that you're there for them and you have to get them help and when two people experience similar trauma, it can bring them close together. And that's sort of what they said. It's like they needed each other in that moment to absorb each other's grief, to be in an outlet for escape for each other. And that they realized that they, they did talk about sort of like they didn't really know what they were going to be. So they like made it a rule not to hook up. They slept in the same bed but claimed they never kissed. I call BS. They definitely at least made out. And that they sort of spent the whole time like trying to figure out and it got it got difficult of course it did because when you're locked into a room together 
shit's going to get crazy and you're going to start overthinking what you guys are. They finally came to a conclusion that, like, they had, she had to leave and that, because they were sort of, like, angry with each other because they didn't know. And, like, Tyler didn't want to do something that was just going to ruin the friendship if he didn't know that that's what he wanted. So they are just friends right now. They say, bullshit, bullshit. They are in love. I'm just going to claim that. And uh, I honestly don't want them to be because I don't want Tyler. Tyler, all you have to do, no, is she did pick Jed. It was a mistake. But if Jed never cheated, they might, they'd probably still be together. You, I don't, Tyler, you are gorgeous and hot and nobody's second choice. Hannah, it's, and Hannah's amazing, love her to death. But maybe it's just like, it, I f- if it was meant to be, it would have happened. That's all I have to say. I love you guys so much. Thank you guys for everything you have done for me. And I hope you guys like this content. Comment on my TikTok, rwilks2. DM me on Instagram, rwilks2. Snapchat me, at cloutgod721. Yes, I made the username a long time ago. It's embarrassing. I can't change it. What are your questions? What do you want to hear me talk about? Send me just a quite like, hey, what do you think about Bryce or Noah doing this, blah, blah, blah. I want to answer it. I really want to answer your questions. And shout out to Bryce Hall for talking about his dad today in an interview. His dad was abusive, son of a bitch. Who fucking got what he deserved and is now in prison. But that's something that's hard to talk about. Especially with an interview with someone you don't know. And it's like your first time. And he did sort of like against accused like Thomas of stealing from the hype house. But besides that, he did say like I still love some of the members of the hype house. But like I don't know if that's like still going on. I haven't talked to Thomas. But it didn't cause too much drama. Like Alex Warren and Thomas were nipped in the bud when it happened. And Alex Warren was so like, hey, yeah, we love Bryce. Like, he did also say a bunch of good things. But, of course, and what you guys have to realize, the interviewer is going to ask the question. Bryce didn't just bring this up like he did on his YouTube or on Twitter. He was asked about it, and he's going to respond. So have an amazing weekend. Have an amazing week. I'm going to try to get out of podcast a little bit earlier next week, maybe Thursday, Wednesday. And keep me updated with the drama if you guys see anything that I happen to miss. And make sure you share this podcast. All right. Love you guys. See you next week. I don't want to get up out of bed this season. All bad days walk away, leave me bleeding. It's fuck you and you. Fuck today, fuck this pain I've been feeling. I've got the devil on my shoulder. Heart is getting colder. But I keep to myself. Anxiety been creeping, staring at the ceiling. But I don't need your help, cause sometimes I Cause it feel better Sometimes my heart feel like snow Like it's cold weather I know everyone fake I just roll with it So you can't come with me You can't roll with it All of you making me mad I had to spaz out I know it made me feel better So I had to catch
cash out. This ain't my what it says. It brings bad, bad energy.